everybody. Welcome to episode three of our podcast called Everything Jesus. I'm Dr. Billy Birch, and this is my wife, Kim. Hey, everybody. And we are here in episode three talking about a really interesting question. And I feel as though, uh, you know, Jesus often asks some really interesting questions, and they always, every time he asks a question, it was really pointed, and it makes you think. And so in, in episode number one, we talked about how important it is and why we're even doing this podcast, because we're supposed to fix our eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. In episode two, we talked about how amazing Jesus is and how he comes and meets some of our deepest needs. And so in this podcast, we are talking about a very interesting question that Jesus brought to us. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to get started on this. Yeah. Uh, let me just throw this in. Before we get started, I'll tell you what I've been mulling over. Um, how in life, sometimes we have a moment where we say, well, that wasn't what I expected. And we're going to see that the disciples are having that moment when we look at the scripture. But so think about that for a minute. Where in your life have you said, well, that wasn't what I expected? I feel like it happens all the time. Um, an, an example that comes to my mind is I just got a new cookbook at Christmas time, and two of the recipes I tried in it, one was really easy and turned out to be really good. And I thought, well, that wasn't what I expected. And then later, I did a really complicated recipe, and it was just sort of average. And I thought, in a disappointed way, well, that wasn't what I expected. So when can you relate to that in life? Man, that's a good question. I I think the first thing that comes to my mind, to be honest with you, is I was at a... I mean, this is kind of sad. I know I was at a funeral. I was doing a funeral, and somehow the electricity went out, Hmm. and... They had uh, no electricity and no singing and no mm. and it, no no music and and the piano player didn't show up and they really really wanted this one song mm-hmm. and so they came to me and said can you lead this song oh, I knew like the first three words and mm. that was it mm. Mm. and I was just hoping that they would keep singing it because I don't really sing that well either <laughs> so it was really pretty bad. And I walked away, he's like, oh, man, that wasn't what right. I expected. I was like, yeah. you, know, so. you had like some presuppositions oh, of yeah. how this thing was going to unfold. And yeah. when it didn't, you had to real quick shift your expectations. There was just a a big shift in your thinking. And, and we see this in the disciples. They yeah. have some ideas about what to expect. And, and then their mind has to be sort of malleable and change. And I think we come to that. We come to Jesus also in the same way. We have some presuppositions, but we need to see it unfolding yeah. and really see what's happening here and listen to it. And that's the really exciting thing about our faith, if we have the right attitude about it, mm-hmm. and if we have the right outlook and really realize that, you know, Jesus is going to be with us. God has prepared us for this journey. He's gone ahead of us. He's watching our back. But at the same time, we go through this journey of life, and we don't know all the answers. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's coming next. And mm-hmm. And yet Jesus does. Yeah. And that's the life of faith. Mm-hmm. So in this particular passage, we're in John chapter 6. Here's what was going on. Jesus, as we know, um, was, was doing a lot of miracles. Mm-hmm. He was healing people. He was giving food to thousands. And everybody started saying, this is an amazing individual and began following him. So all these people, and sometimes the scripture actually uses the word disciples, even for people that were just following him. There were hundreds of disciples. They were just following him. And so 
the the situation that we're going to read here in John chapter 6 is all these followers following Jesus. Then Jesus had a long speech. And in that speech, he said some really hard things. Now, mm-hmm. he still does. You know, when we read through the Gospels and we're reading something and it convicts us, and it's like, man, that's a tough teaching. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with that. And I have to try and apply that myself. Well, the same thing was happening to all of his followers. He just said and laid out some very difficult things. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to start. Okay. okay. Yep. So after he laid out these difficult things, now I'm going to start in John chapter 6, verse 60. Many of his disciples said, this is very hard to understand. How can anyone accept it? Jesus was aware that his disciples were complaining, so he said to them, does this offend you? Then what will you think if you see the Son of Man ascend to heaven again? The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing, and the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But some of you do not believe me. For Jesus knew from the beginning which ones didn't believe and he knew who would betray him. So there's there's a little bit of a backdrop. Jesus was just responding to all of these people that started to actually, he uses the word complain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, wh- how are we going to grab hold of this teaching? What are you talking about? And Jesus is basically just saying that the very words I've spoken to you are spirit and life, mm-hmm. but some don't believe. Right, right. Some were falling away. They had an expectation of what was going to happen. Jesus had done these great miracles. They wanted to see more of the same thing. And he's turned the corner and is saying some hard things. So they are offended by it. They're disappointed. Right. And and, and they're disappointed because they didn't quite understand it. Mm -hmm. They're disappointed because it wasn't just, wait a minute, I thought Jesus was this... uh, candy machine that that was just going to I just put some money in and I get out what I want from him and and he's saying no that there's a there's actually in real true discipleship there is something about following that is going to cost mm-hmm. and that's where the people dropped out you know that's where they're thinking what do you mean it's going to cost me something mm-hmm. you know right and so he goes on in verse 65 and it says then he said, that is why I said that people can't come to me unless the Father gives them to me. And then in verse 66, at this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not that people always agreed with what Jesus said and always believed everything he said, but they were watching the miracles. They were hearing this teaching. They're like, this is incredible. And so they kept following him and following him and following him and it was after these hard things, it was the first kind of time that a ton of people turned away from him. Right, right. It, this is a weird illustration, but I'll tell you what it makes me think about. this, Because this is coming right after he feeds the 5,000, and they're saying, yeah. hey, give us more of that. We like how you fed us. We like how you provided for us. And it makes me think about how when our kids were little... And we would go to like Costco or Sam's Club and there were all these free samples and the oh, kids yeah. the kids always wanted to go with us because there were free samples to be had. Man, right, there right. was free food and it was junk food that mom and dad oh, weren't going to buy anyways. But they wanted to taste it. They wanted to be there because there was access to free food. I'm sure kids right now are not getting free samples at Costco and Sam's Club. So there's not that draw. You know, people fall away when they aren't getting the free stuff anymore. It's not got the same intrigue. They, you know, our kids missed what the point was of going to the store. All they could see was the free stuff. Yeah. 
and they did not see that the the real stuff cost you something, yeah. you know, and, and the real stuff that you needed to bring home was going to cost, you yeah. know, and, and following Jesus is this joy. It is this great adventure in life, but it costs all of us something because we're, we're living for Jesus and we're fixing our eyes on Jesus. Like we talked about in episode one, we are understanding who a little more of who Jesus is in episode two. And now we're here and all these people turned away. Mm-hmm. And this is where Jesus asked the question that I, I can't wait to ask because it's it's one of those questions that makes all of us think right. really hard about our own life and about how hard things are or what it costs us or what Jesus wants from us or what he can do for us mm-hmm. if we understand that possibility. And it says in verse 67, then Jesus turned to the 12 and asked, are you also going to leave? Mm-hmm. Now, see, he took it from the hundreds of followers who, when the bunch of them left, probably you're left with maybe 50 followers or 20 followers. We don't know. You know, I'm sure some stayed, but Jesus always had his 12. He always had his 12. And that's who he gathered around. And often after a, a miracle or, or after some event that happened, he would call them around to discuss the event to ask questions about. And this is what he's doing now. Mm -hmm. I said some hard things, Jesus is saying to the 12. You watched all these people leave me. Now, what is your response going to be? Are you also going to leave? Right. And, And we have to remember, when we look at this, we read it knowing the whole story. But we're only in John chapter 6. This is sort of at the beginning of things still. We're not all that far in. He doesn't have that much of a track record. So the disciples are over and over having to grapple with that that question we tossed around at the beginning. This isn't what I expected. Over and over, they're they're thinking that, they're wrestling through that as they see Jesus gradually unveiled for who he is. They think to themselves... Well, that's not what I expected. And they have to change their presuppositions. Yeah. And that is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me, you know, when something's not what I expected. You know, uh, in some ways, it's fun. We have to pivot. And I mean, this whole pandemic we have just gone through, we've had to pivot and we'd have to say, wow, this isn't what I expected. You know, I heard people say um, three weeks, four weeks into the shutdown, well, we'll be another couple of weeks and mm-hmm. we'll be out of this. And now we're a year later, you know, Mm -hmm. or more actually. And so they were thinking the same thing, but Jesus's question was really pointed. And this is a good question for every one of our listeners as Mm -hmm. well, because when things get hard and Jesus asks us to do things that we don't necessarily want to do, here's the question. I'm going to read verse 67 again. Then Jesus turned to the 12 and asked, are you also going to leave now? What I'm getting to, and the whole purpose of this episode three, is the answer. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as we've talked about in some intro material in, in the podcast, in episodes one and two, three is also doing that very same thing to give us a little bit of, a, of, a, of an introduction. But it is in Simon Peter's answer that we get the whole purpose for this, because we want our listeners to really hear this answer. And Simon Peter replied in verse 68, Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe and we know you are the Holy One of God. Mm -hmm. 
Man, that's a crazy answer. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as we wrestle through this and as our listeners are listening to the story unfold, everybody's at a different point in their thinking. Um, And the question here is pointed to us, are you going to leave? Are you going to bail Mm -hmm. out? Or are you going to stick this out and really see who Jesus is? We are aiming to fix our eyes on Jesus to see who he truly is. And this answer right here, he has the words that give eternal life. Stick with this until you find that out for yourself. And along the way, you're going to say, well, that's not what I expected when Jesus does something that it, you know, sort of doesn't really satisfy you. And then you're going to at other times say, oh, that's not what I expected. That is amazing. That's a really good point because it's not just, that's not what I expected and it's right. all bad. That's not what I expected. And Jesus comes and shows himself. I was talking to uh, somebody the other day, and he was like, a long time ago, and one of the one of the commentators, one of the newscasters used to use the word God winks. Mm-hmm. And it's like when God shows us something of himself that we didn't expect, and it's like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, we, we have both end. And so Jesus turned to the 12 and asked again, are you also going to leave? And then Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? And I love that. That's so simple. It's so raw. It's so authentic. It's like, where else are we going to go? Jesus, uh, like, where else are we going to go? Right. There is no better offer than the offer that Jesus will give. That's exactly right. You want us to go back to the Pharisees? You want us to go back to the laws? You want us to go back to this? You want us to go back to that? There may have been some of the religions, some of the polytheistic religions back back then that, that people were worshiping idols. Should we go to that? Should we go to ourselves and just meditate? Should we go to where are, where, where else are we going to go? And that was just so simple. Right. And I think at, at, at points when we struggle with our faith and at points when we, you know, are trying to figure out, God, where are you? What are you doing? And then we hear that little prompting, Hey, I'm right here. Mm -hmm. Or you hear that prompting of, are you going to leave too? Yeah. Then we just have to simply say with all the faith we can muster. And actually, he's saying all we need is faith as big as a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And that faith as big as a mustard seed in Simon Peter was like, Lord, where else are we going to go? We got nowhere else to go. Right, right. No one else solves what our real needs are. Other religious systems dance around and tell you how to hopefully solve it for yourself. Yeah. But What we will see in Jesus's life is that he comes to solve our deepest need. He has these words of eternal life. No one else does. Yeah. When in episode one, we talked about the the Hebrews 12 too, and it says that Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. That word perfecter means the end of, Hmm. you know what I mean? It means go all the way to the end. So that's why it says he's the perfecter, because he's taking us all the way there. And to be honest with you, when, when Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. Okay, so in my mind, that's saying the exact same thing, because we're going all the way to ah, the end. Yeah. You, you're, you've got the words that are taking us not just here to next month, because it's going to be a hard month, or not just here through the harvest season, and maybe, and, or, or I got to go fishing tomorrow, like Peter was probably thinking, or something like that. But he's taking us all the way through this life, all the way into eternal life. Mm. So Peter's like, you've got these words 
that are going to take us where eventually we have to go. All right. And and we all will have eternity somewhere. Yeah. It's not an we don't opt out of it. It's not a pick and choose. Would you like eternity or would you not like eternity? We all have it somewhere. So we need to go to the one who has the words for us to navigate through yeah. that. You know what? One of the other things I noticed here, because I really like to try and get into what these people are feeling. Here's Jesus sitting right in front of Simon Peter. And he, he's saying, Lord, how, where else are we going to go? To whom else would we go? To whom, where, where, you know what I mean? Right. And then he says, you have the words that give eternal life. And just verbalizing that, just saying that verbally, there's power in that. Hmm. There's power when we say out loud, God, okay, I get it. This is tough. This is hard. I don't know what to do. Where else are we going to go? Mm-hmm. There's nowhere else to go. That then prompted the last thing that Simon Peter said. And he finally just said to him, we believe, Mm. and we know you are the Holy One of God. Mm -hmm. Because it got him thinking. He's like, you know, Jesus just asked him a question that went deep down into his soul. I mean, it went deep, you know? And the question was, uh, you guys going to leave? And the answer was, where else are we going to go? You've got the words of eternal life. And I think he was processing in his mind, okay, where else are we going to go? Number one, you're the words that are going to take us all the way to the end. Number two, and then he states, we believe. Mm-hmm. We believe and we know you are the Holy One of God. Mm-hmm. You know, Right. It's a, a transfer of trust yeah. from myself to Jesus. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's really good for us to talk to ourselves through this or talk to God mm-hmm. or you know, pray to God through this. But sometimes it's like, you know what? The heck with this. I don't know where else I would go anyway. I believe, God, you're going to get us through. I yeah. just, I'm just, i just stating my belief right now. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's something really, really powerful about that. Right. And don't you think that that's a big way that we can fix our eyes on Jesus? Just that little statement there, don't you think? Right, yeah, yeah. It's really a, a very succinct gospel s- sentence there that he has the words of eternal life, and I transfer my trust to him, Yeah, I believe. exactly, exactly. And for those out there who may be just checking out the faith, um, that's, a great, that's a great little snippet of, of words and, and a response that, that Simon Peter gave, and, and those who are, who are really trying to figure out what this belief means. But it's also for us who have been, been believers for a long time and are walking with Jesus, it's still good. Where else are we going to go? Times are tough. Yeah, times are hard. Yeah. And, and I'm feeling like God left. It's like, no, he hasn't left. And I'm not leaving either. Where else am I going to go? Nope. God, you're the one that's going to get us all the way through right now, all the way to the end. So guess what? We believe you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. So anyway, that's been, uh, that, that's one of my favorite passages in the book of John. Because it just states that so clearly after a really hard question. And that's also part of the reason we're doing this Everything Jesus podcast. Because here's, here's a purpose statement for this whole thing. Where else would we go? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So let's focus on this, this one Jesus that, that, that you know, says that we need to fix our eyes on. But when you look at it a different way, where else are we going to go? So let's... Let's talk about everything Jesus. Yes. Yeah. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. So guess what? Next time in episode four, 
we're going to actually start into the life of Jesus. And, and by the way, the, all the podcasts subsequent to here are going to actually get into the life of Jesus in any way, shape, and form, all through the beginning, the nativity, all through his ministries, mm-hmm. all through the, the upper room, all through the, the death, resurrection, and ascension. All that starts in episode four. So I can't wait till next time. So yes. anyway, thanks for joining everybody. Yeah, and let me just close us with a little prayer, praying this this scripture over us. So Lord, we are just asking that you would help us to fix our eyes on Jesus and to see that there is no one else to go to. You alone, Jesus, have the words of eternal life. Amen. Amen.